Welcome back to the Paranorm Girl podcast. I am your host, Kristen. Today we pick up right where we left off last week before going into depth with Sister Kia about some of the entities encountered while she lived in a demon house and how those who investigate the paranormal might be consenting to attachments by negative entities and what Father Plato recommends to those asking him for help in order to remove them. Please enjoy the second part of our conversation. You know, that's an important point that you bring up doing the work that you do. It, it can be very dangerous and these energies can be, you know, looking for their escape route, you know, real quick. Who who, mm-hmm. who am I going to go with? Plato um, had a dog get thrown down the stairs before oh. a, a big German shepherd. Because it didn't it even was, touch the floor. The demon was hiding and the dog ratted it out. So the demon picked it up and threw it down the stairs and the poor dog like peed itself and was like, you know whimpering and oh, i mean the poor baby. dog didn't die or anything like that but i mean they do go after animals and when i was living in an infested house i had cats and they would howl this just horrible howl yeah and nothing like you'd ever heard them do before and they'd be looking at something and just like just you know like constantly yeah. they're, they're so sensitive to those kinds so of energies like yeah i would say that cats are half in this world and half out of this world that they kind of can cross they can cross between the two yeah. and i'm telling you my uh my cats um they they did get attacked and i was livid and i made the mistake of saying like leave my cats alone like don't touch them you know they're off limits or whatever so whatever it was basically grab my insides like my weak point is my stomach and they know that and it was like i i doubled over it was so bad but it left the cats alone after that have either of you ever brought anything home with you has it has it ever affected your family your yeah yeah. it's like it's like going to a party you always go home with a loot bag it's like you know (laughs) Welcome to the yeah, party. Here's your loot bag. bag <laughs> with like one of those horns that doesn't whistle and those like, those peanut butter kisses yeah. and stuff. So, like there's nothing good so, in the bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leftovers, you know. No, but you know we 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 do a lot of protection before we go, but we also have to do a lot of protection when we get home, and and uh, we do a lot of salt baths, uh, which is I uh, what I what I've done. I, I kind of made this. I kind of made this up for you know run run a run run a regular bath and. Uh, uh, add exorcism salt, holy oil, holy water, and uh, and if you if you uh, lie in it and sort of submerge yourself in the tub for 15, 20 minutes, the water will actually turn dark gray or black, and that the attachments come right off you, and then you just shower. So it's uh, so we we encourage to do a lot of people to do these salt baths. Um, so so and it seems to work, but but anything anything that that you feel comfortable doing uh, will will help. But you should. You should always clean yourself because, you know, we, we, yeah, it's, it's not, a, it's not a clean job. I mean, people think, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a demonologist. I'm an exorcist. You know, I'm this and that. They think it's glamorous. The titles are fantastic. They look oh, great yeah. on paper. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's not, it's not really a glamorous job. You know, I mean, you're not going to, you know, we're not going to like, you know, we have to remember like, you know, the, the free will, the universal law, the free will is uh, you can't do nothing unless you have consent. So, uh, God will not interfere. Angels will not interfere unless you ask them. Likewise, the, the demonic and anything else has to also get consent. It's under, they're under the same rule, same law. 
So people let them in. We conjure them in. We do things. We get involved in stuff. You know, whatever we're doing, wherever we're involved in. Familial curses can be part of it too. Not everybody invites stuff in, but there can be familiar curses that Mm -hmm. something's been following the family line down for generations. Yeah, intergenerational bondage. Yeah, linkage. Like so, there's all kinds of things and. And people don't realize that. And all of a sudden, you know, you've given them consent. So so the, all these paranormal teams, you think, oh, I want to go investigate. They don't realize that each and every one of them, and there's many. I mean, there's some almost every city in the, in the world has at least one, if not two. Uh, they're going into, into a realm, and they're actually knocking on, on that spirit at that second heaven, right, at that, that next that next realm. And by doing that, they're given consent. And, you know, and you know when you're knocking on the door, you don't, you don't know who's going to answer. You don't know who you're going to bring home with you. You don't know what you're doing. Um, or I see these paranormal teams on TV, you know, touch me here. Oh, go ahead. Punch me again. I want to know you're here. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole come at me, bro. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's consent. That's consent, right? You know, I mean, you know, so, you know, I mean, I mean, sorry, but you're asking for it, you know, so... And then they call me up and say, oh, I come home. I have, a, I have an attachment. Why? What did you do? Well, you know, like, so again, you know, if you're going to, you know, if you're, if you're going to, uh, if you're going to go and do those sorts of things, you need to protect yourself and know exactly what you get yourself into and, and understand there's consequences. Yeah. Yeah. Sister, uh, Sister Kia, you mentioned something I wanted to ask you about. What did you mean about the a demon house that you lived in? Well, one of, one of my homes um, was, no, this is before I was involved with the paranormal. Um, but uh, yeah, I was, I was practicing automatic writing, um, which is a form of divination. I did it safely. Like there was always like a routine to it and, you know, prayers and such. But um, there was, I think, an incubus, to be honest with you, in the house. Because the writing that came through when it was that particular entity, like I could tell by the feel of the pen when it started to use my arm, you know, like the, um, the force that was used and it always said like really misogynistic and really horrible things to say to a woman. And I was primarily getting attacked in my bedroom, um, like frequently. And I, I've, I've been scratched I woke up um, more than once with one foot on the ground and like my butt cheek on the mattress, like, like almost on the floor kind of thing. Um, And I had finger bruises all over my legs and my thighs. And uh, that happened more than once. And I've been engulfed by it and it felt like it slithered up my whole body and it stopped at my neck and it felt like it was about two feet thick and like it felt like it had mass and the person put an emf detector on me and it went to solid red and it stayed there it didn't you know it didn't go down until i was like get off me you know you have no right to do this like kind of until i gave it crap basically and uh and that happened a couple of times but i mean i have had pictures fly off the walls, the animals being affected, the animal's water dish, you know, that holds a liter and a half of fluid knocked out like of water knocked over when it was full. Like no cat can do that. Like, sorry, no, they don't have thumbs. Um, uh, but uh, screens uh, popping out of the window and shooting in and almost hitting the animals 
um, poltergeist activity, disembodied voices, shadow figures, um, footsteps, cupboards opening and closing. Um, yeah, like, and they were interfering with me, like they would come through my sleep. And I always like a lot of a lot of people with gifts will say they have like, um, like psychic brain drain after an investigation. And I used to wake up like that every day, like that the energy was just so drained out of me that I would just have a pounding, pounding headache because I know what was messing with me at night kind of thing. And people are like, did you ever set up a camera? And I was like, hell to the no, I did not want to see what was going on when I was asleep. You know, I, I had no desire to see what was happening. Um, and it was kind of like, you shouldn't, but I did. I kind of made a deal with it that you leave my kid alone because it, it was scaring my son. Um, he, he was, uh, I mean, quite a bit younger then, but it, he had a shadow figure in the corner of his room and it was all crouched down and like, kind of like, you know, how Spider-Man crouches down before he jumps up. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. That's what it was. And my son's never had nightmares. He's never sleepwalked. He's never been one to have, you know, be worried about monsters under the bed. You know, he's not that kind of kid. And he said, and he, he had a light outside of his window, a street light. So he had light coming into the room. He could definitely see it. And he was, he said, Oh, I was going to turn my iPhone light on and see. But then I remembered that you said that don't give them any power and don't be scared because it's like giving them a cupcake and they're going to come back for more. And so he just rolled over and went like back to sleep, which I thought I was like, wow, you're a brave little guy because most adults would be like, bye-bye, <laughs> going to the nearest <laughs> holiday inn, you yeah. know, and uh, his bedroom window was broken from the inside. Um, you know, I used to get knocking on the second story windows on the outside, scratching in the walls, like it sounded like Freddy Krueger nails going up and down the, the metal in the walls. Um, and I didn't have rats or anything like that. Um, you know, big masses of black that would blot out the light from my bathroom to my bedroom. Um, uh, apportation. I would take playing cards every day. I was working on my psychometry skills. So I would take them and I'd be like, okay, red, black, red, red, black, black, you know, go through the deck of cards a few times in the morning and at night. And one morning when I woke up, because I, I did it in bed almost all my cards were gone and I searched everywhere in my bedroom. They were not there at all. And it turned out I found them um, probably three months later and they were downstairs in the family room shoved under a cushion on the chair. And like that, that my son didn't take them. Like, I mean, he was just when this happened um, and he had a, you know, the fidget spinners that the kids all used to have. Yeah. Yep. You know, he, I bought him a new one and I said, it's on your dresser. And he said, no, it's not on my dresser. I said, well, go look again. I, I know I put it right on the corner of your dresser. And when he walked in his room, it was on his floor mat right in the center of it. And it hadn't been there when he, when he came down to see me and it, and it had, you know, had been placed there. So it was, um, it was just crazy. The, the amount of energy and even a baseline EMF with everything shut off um, would be like a plus two in my bedroom. So um, my bed was like super ornate at the time. And I had 10 foot ceilings upstairs and the bed 
probably goes up. Uh, I don't know. Plato did the blessing. How Plato, how tall would you say that bed is? Probably like seven feet, eh? Yeah. Yeah. It's the it's headboard hot. and then the headboard. The and then it had stone on the posts. So it weighed it was heavy. a ton. And that bed shook with me on it for more than two minutes. I timed it. And uh, then I looked up to see if there had been any seismic activity in the area that might have caused the, the bed's vibrations. And there had been no seismic activity noted for like four months previous. So nothing else was moving. And it got mad one time and it flung the remote control from one end of my dresser off of it and it hit the wall and broke apart um you know just like really a lot of energy it had a lot of energy it was very dark it was very strong and um you know i basically would i i it, to me it's like a bully do you know what i'm saying and mm -hmm. i don't like to be bullied like when i was a kid i got picked on mercilessly and it was the same kind of feeling and i'm just like you jerk face like you're not going to push my kid around and you're not going to push me around and you think you're so scary. And, you know, then I would stage the whole house. Like I would just like hot box it. Like you couldn't even see in my bedroom. It was just like, I'd take the smoke detector down and the salt that was everywhere in my house. I had hardwood floors. So you could see there was always salt everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is uh, that is an incredibly active home. How, how yes. long did you have to deal with that? A uh, couple of years. Wow. Wow. What, uh, what finally ended it? I told her to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, that'll end it. Thankfully it did not follow you, uh, uh, beyond. No, the, no, the I, no, I, I, I went through the house. I, I blessed it and everything. And, you know, okay. and obviously it was, you know, then it was time for her to scale down anyway. So, you know, this is a, it was a big home. It was a beautiful home, but you know, um, I mean, I, I, I went in the home and said, oh, my goodness, like, I can feel stuff. So, I, you, know, it, you know, it was time to, it was time to leave, you know, and, you know, it was time to leave just not because of that, because she just, you know, there were some things going on in her life and she just needed to scale down and, and whatnot. So it was, uh, you know, being a single, being a single mom and whatnot, it was time to, to make those moves. So, um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so I blessed home and I never went back. So, you know, but, you know. I was into that, but now, now she's in her new place, and she, like I said, she's a crap magnet. I mean, it just <laughs> even, even I think even the movers, even the movers said, "Oh yeah, uh, when when the yeah. movers were moving me out of my old house, I was at the new house waiting for them, and the one guy, like that's what, I was still a witch, and I had like fragile crystals altar, like so I, kn I would know where to put stuff, and he happened to be a witch." And he was like, so he started talking to me. He goes, he goes, lady, there's something in that house. He goes, I keep seeing shadow figures. He was working with a gentleman that had very dark skin. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I thought it was so-and-so at first, you know? And then I turned around, it wasn't, it was a shadow figure. And he was listing off places that stuff was happening to him in the house. And I was just like, yep, that'd be that house, you know? <laughs> oh, no. But I mean, even here, like, I'll get bangs on the wall. I get footsteps. Um, you know, like my son is an empath. Uh, so between the two of us, there's like, I was told that there's usually at least 15 spirits at any given yeah. time. In. Yeah. yeah. So the house all... is pretty well sealed, all things considered, but sometimes 
stuff gets by and stuff gets in. And then if it's not harmful, I just let them go. And I just say, you know, get out of my house. You weren't invited. You're being rude, you know, that kind of thing. And it usually works. And then if it's something nastier, like my son got scratched not that long ago. And I was like, all right, now mama bear is like going to take care of business. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, and he, he knows enough that he can help me do a house blessing now too. Right. I don't have to try and juggle the salt and the oil and the prayers. And he goes through the house with me when, uh, when it happens. So, um, cause anytime, like when we did the blessing at the Warren's occult museum, um, the last time, um, I came home and one of my salt lamps that is about 10 inches high, it's, it weighs a ton it was moved to the other end of the island in my kitchen and it was unplugged and the bulb was black and it Ooh. couldn't have slid because there was crap on the counter and all the pictures on the wall were crooked and my son texted me and he's like are you home and i'm like i'm eight hours away and he's like there's something walking around up on the ceramic tile i can hear it and it jiggled my doorknob and uh so he just like he takes a he, ta- he takes a blessed crucifix with him basically wherever he goes like because he <laughs> he works in the basement a lot so he's got that I said you know hang your rosary on the doorknob and do this do that do the other thing but um so this time when we go to do a blessing at the museum I'm going to be even uh more diligent yeah right we'll be, right, we'll be ready before so yeah last time we went we were expecting to do a blessing I was going there for a meeting uh, but he asked me to do it, so I, I wasn't really prepared. Um, but we did it anyway. But this time, like I know that I'm specifically going down uh, prior to the Paracon to do the blessing. Then there's a VIP the next day, and then there's so there's the, we're, we're going to be doing a lot of uh, preparatory uh, blessings and preparations this time around. Yeah, so, and that's yeah. that's the uh, sec- yeah. uh, secrets of the supernatural convention that you're going to, and you're going to do the blessing secrets beforehand. Of, yeah, secrets of the yeah. paranormal. Yeah. Oh, okay, secrets of the paranormal. Okay, and then you're going to do the occult, uh, occult museum blessing. Right. Is is Annabelle yeah. is Annabelle still there? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, she is. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And they're going to move her. They're going to move her over to the uh, casino where the event's going to be held, and they've got her under sort of still in the box and whatnot, plus uh, various other um, demonic objects. Uh, yeah, the uh, Satan doll and whatnot, and the voodoo doll and a few other things. So uh, yeah, so. We'll, we'll probably end up helping to move some of those objects over and then and then I'll be, I'll be there uh, to help bless people and give them the, give them whatever they need support uh, you know okay and then and then you guys are attending the mid Michigan Paracon is that right that's right that's, in, that's... Uh, yes oh yeah. awesome yeah, awesome be, we'll, we'll be speaking at that one too so ooh uh, you know I got a lot of listeners that go to these paracons these conventions they uh so I you know anybody listening you want to go see uh sister uh, Kia and father Plato they're gonna speak at the mid Michigan paracon that's a big one too you guys that's that's a really big one yeah, well, we, yeah. we're much funnier in person because like we <laughs> literally relentlessly tease each other and he will show you how he walks into a haunted house like behind me. We like to have our we like to have our, uh, our talk be interesting and informative, but we don't want people to feel like they're watching paint dry, too. Right. And yeah. we're not there to try and convert anyone. We're not like Bible thumping or anything. Like that. We're just trying to provide some education to people 
um, about what they're dealing with on a spiritual level, you know, a yeah. lot of the time. So. Yeah. I mean, I want people to see that, you know, that, the, that there's, uh, there's an openness and acceptance of the gifts that are out there that, that people have, and we want them to make sure they actually have those gifts um, cultivated. And, and, and then some people need to just a little bit of tweaking about some, uh, you know, they're, they're like, I, like, for example, someone came to me and said, Oh, I, I was, I was taught Reiki and I was told not to ground myself. Well, I'm not a Reiki master by any means, but I know you need to ground yourself. So I told her, I said, no, you need to ground yourself. So sometimes a lot of people have a lot of misinformation and I just think this is a great opportunity to not just talk about it, but they, but they come over and ask a lot of questions and then uh, we can link up. And, and again, we, you know, we, and he do does a lot of blessings for people. He'll do blessings. He'll say, you know, like I'm sick or, can you bless this rosary for me? Can you do yeah. this? Can you do that? Yeah. And, so. and he'll do that. And especially if people get weirded out by the artifacts from the occult museum. Right. And like um, father will have a line just about as long as the line to see Annabelle because people want blessings after they've gone to see it. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 They, they, really, they do. They actually do sense. Uh, a lot of them don't realize that. Uh, I mean, oh, I'm gonna go see Annabelle. I think it's great. It's theatrical. It's all you know, dramatized. Until they actually get there and realize, they don't really feel very good about what uh, what they're seeing and, and how they're feeling about it. So they, you know, I mean, some of them come to me, come to me and say, "Sure, Father, should I really be here? I mean, this thing is really evil." I said, well, you, "You paid the money. You came. I, mean, what, what do you want I remember to that you? person. Uh, they came to our dinner table and they were just like freaking out. They're like, "Should I leave?" Oh wow! I it, so you know? so I, so I said I'll give you a blessing, <laughs> and then I went up there and I announced. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, if anybody wants a blessing before they leave, they don't feel comfortable. Let me know. And next, you know, my lineup was longer than Annabelle's. <laughs> Annabelle was not happy with me that I stole her thunder. So you know, so I was like, oh my god! Like I could not believe the number of people that actually felt you know I really don't want to go home because because there's a story behind Annabelle and and, and that, that she has caused a lot of damage and she, people have died and there's a lot of a lot of history there so and the other artifacts start. too that that um, well, yeah. tony's going to be bringing i mean it's not like uh you know your average run-of-the-mill museum so you know pe people do kind of get weirded out seeing stuff that they've seen in the conjuring movies but now it's real you know like the dino like the i have a picture of the little dinosaur and i'm like looking at it but that was part of i think the conjuring three three and, yeah and, and a, lot, uh, a, lot people, a lot of people they think, well, this is great. I can see the objects from the from the mute from the movie, uh, the props and whatnot, and they don't realize that like, in real person these are really real uh, objects that were used for demonic purposes or for whatever rituals or whatnot. And and then they get they get a little spooked up by it. They say, well, do I really should I really be here? Well, you just well, the bone doll is pretty terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's made of like human teeth and fingers and feathers and it's all in black and it's it's a pretty scary looking thing like i posted a picture and my girlfriend's a medium she's like oh my god you, you have to take that picture down i can't even deal with it it's just too bad like, oh, no. she's, just like stay, she's like stay away from it and i'm like no i'll be winging it with salt <laughs> yeah but they were used for satanic purposes or for demonic purpose or or for some evil purpose and uh, so these objects are real and and, and the 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 notion for Ed and Lorraine Warren were, was not not to destroy the objects, but to keep them encased and and locked up so that they can't escape and hurt other people. To kind of keep it in prison, but 
these things are really, they're real. They're real and they're very dangerous. So um, when people start realizing that, then they start looking for that, well, how can I protect myself? Then they start looking towards us for those kinds of things. That's why we're there. That's where we're going to be there for that. And a lot of stuff in the in the movies, like, is it's just dramatized, right? Like, they're, they're based on real stories. But the original Annabelle movie, probably 25% of it was factual. And then the rest was, like, you know, Hollywood liberties kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's, you know, same with the other series of conjuring movies and stuff like that. So that, you know, Tony was saying like, Oh, maybe 10% is real in this movie and you know, that kind of yeah. thing, but they're all definitely based in cases that Ed and Lorraine um, did over their very long and illustrious careers. I mean, Lorraine was uh quite an elderly lady and she was still working you know mm-hmm. um almost to the point when you know she passed and um that's one of the biggest regrets i have is that like we joined nespar six months and three days after she passed you know and i just i would have loved to have have met her um you know and just asked her for guidance because she's just so knowledgeable yeah you know? but but it's still very nice to be a part of that legacy and and to uh, be a part of a of the new, the new generation of people that you know we're going to carry forward and they were the pioneers but now we're going to carry forward i mean there wasn't a lot of people into the paranormal back then and now apparently it's so there's so many people out there involved and i think you know we we can play an important part in in helping people educate and being prepared and 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 and, and again utilizing uh, the gifts that I guess I can't I can't stress enough using the gifts because I mean, we can't be everywhere and you know and so there's people out there who have some extraordinary gifts that they can help yeah. uh, people uh, as we get through this sort of this over this impasse of evil oh, and, when, and, uh, and negative you left me alone in the hotel and I did a reading by myself before we went to an exorcism oh, yeah. and then I was like do you guys want to know what I came up with and Tony's like, when did you talk to this person? I'm like, I didn't talk to this person. Plato's like, no, I went out to get pizza. That's what happens. <laughs> Come, back. <laughs> Come back. and she, She's already, she's already got it all figured out. We haven't even been there yet. We've never seen the house. She's got it all figured out. This, 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 and this. And sure enough, when we went there, that's exactly what, 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 what how she described it is what we saw. It was actually in New Jersey someplace. And uh, so we'd never been there. And, and uh, I went to get pizza for some reason, pizza for some reason when, when, uh, he and I travel, uh, we have problems ordering pizza. I don't know what it is about the pizza, but we can't seem to order pizza and actually get one. So I actually, <laughs> went out, I actually physically went out, I'm going to get one, and I drove, I don't know how many miles, um, and I'll maybe in the next state to get one. Oh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, we order pizza, no matter where we are, we seem to have a problem ordering pizza. I don't know what it is about pizza. Uh, and the so... demons want us to starve to death. So I think last time we gave up and got Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's making you work for it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, you know, uh, just my, my, my final word on uh, what we were talking sure. about. Yeah, there, there is a lot of... Uh, you know, you got to separate the wheat from the chaff a lot, and yeah. especially now since this community in the paranormal world is is really flooded, like overly so. So there is a lot of fluff, but you know, I'm 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 really uh, uh, proud of like 
you, your guys' approach. I love your guys' approach. Um, the fact that you're going out to these conventions, I'm so glad that you're you're able to continue mm -hmm. on, you know, when you had to kind of take a break. Going out to these conventions, spreading that good knowledge, like educating people, you know, on their mm -hmm. gifts or, or you know, things to be cautious of in, in your process. So it's great to hear, and it's great to hear that you are growing, you know, adding people to your mm -hmm. <laughs> to your group. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's just been such an amazing pleasure and privilege to have you both on today. Um, we are near the end of the episode, and I, I just had a couple of speed round questions to throw at you. And sure. we'll, we'll just keep it short. I, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time here. Um, but yeah, these are just some some random things that occurred to me. And then we'll close it out. So uh, maybe uh, Sister Kia, we'll start with you and we'll just go back and forth. I'll only ask you a couple. So um, first question, uh, what's been the biggest transition or change of heart due to your experiences in the paranormal? Uh, I'm 100% a believer now, whereas I was a skeptic before. But I mean, I, I'm a skeptical believer. I don't, everything that goes bump in the night is not paranormal and everything paranormal is not demonic right? Like I always say that, but it's a very important distinction. Um, but yeah, so. Okay. All right. Uh, Archbishop, what's yeah. been your biggest transition based on uh, your experiences here? Um, I think I'm just scratching the surface on really what's out there. I think uh, in the spiritual world, uh, uh, the dimensional work, uh, light workers, I'm, I'm just with it when I'm starting to actually, I don't just accept people with gifts. I've actually I want, I want to know a little bit about it. I don't want to be a master of it. And I'm noticing there's so much out there uh, that, I, that I'm realizing that really being an archbishop, taking on a demonic is just a little small little piece of the spiritual uh, thing that's going on out there. I think there's so much more. And I'm just excited about just branching out there and learning it all and just experiencing it, let people, you know, bring it in and maybe even in, in improve on my craft, like, you know, where I'm, I'm able to actually uh, uh, enhance my already exist existing skills as an archbishop and an exorcist into a, the next dimension in the next realm, uh, doing uh, energy work, um, using crystals, uh, pyramids, whatever. I mean, I'm just open to everything now. I, mean, I think there's there's some there's something with there's something to everything, and I'm not just so I'm just starting to open my mind and starting to really eliminate the sort of the 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 the, the, the seminary work and the, and the education and all the things that I learned. That's really kind of like suppressing me to say, well, it's got to be this way, and it's always this, and it's that, and it's you know, it's witchcraft. No, it's like no, I'm gonna I'm checking it all out. You know, I'm like, you know, so that, that makes me stronger. That makes me more valuable. That makes me more effective. And I could be up there to really help people, you know, if I can learn more about things uh, and bring more people into the fold. That's where, that's where I'm at now. I, I've decided that, you know what, I'm just a little small piece of the puzzle and I want, I want the big piece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love right, it. So, <laughs> so. Uh, all right. All right. We'll just do one more question. We'll do. Yeah. Okay. This one. Sister, be afraid. Be very afraid of what? Getting involved in something that you don't understand. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people, like Plato will say, when you knock on the devil's door, you never know who's going to answer, right? So 
Uh, I think people need to have more reverence for that. They need to have more respect, more fear about what they're doing um, in terms of like giving up their free will, inviting negative energy to, you know, use my energy, like, you know, take this, use my hand, whatever, you know, people should really fear that you don't know what you're handing yourself over to when you're doing stuff like that. And you can find yourself in a really bad situation, you know, because not all little, not all little haunts are like little friendly Casper ghosts, you know, mm. or like little mom paw hauntings. And I think that people have lost sight of that. And they see it on TV, and it's become entertainment um, to a lot of people. And they're missing the big picture, and of how dangerous it really is. So I mean, when you're messing with something that you don't really understand or you're not trained to, then yes, you should be very afraid because, you know, you don't know what you're going to end up bringing home or attached to you or, you know, whatever. You can find yourself in a really precarious position and be like calling us <laughs> basically. Okay. Plato? Yeah, uh, I, I should just add to what she was saying. I'm, I'm, I'm also that's I would have like I would agree with that. The only thing is, you know, you're, you're given one soul, you're given one uh, and uh, one essence, your soul, uh, protected with with everything, like protected, fight for it, protected. Uh, again, with everything that she just finished saying, oh, don't open yourself up because you're going to lose that most valuable thing, the most valuable thing that you're given of all the demonic all the aliens or whatever you got out there in the whole entire universe, the whole reason why the Satan left or got kicked out of heaven with his one third of the fallen angels is because they got jealous that God gave us a soul. Uh, the angels don't have that. The demons don't have that. Uh, so that is a gift because that's part of God, God of the creator gave us a small part of himself, of himself herself, whatever, you know, and that is so valuable. And so uh, my motto is, you know, saving one soul at a time. And, you know, um, uh, Mother Teresa of Calcutta, who passed away, obviously, and I, I was like, hey, Saint, you know, someone had asked her, said, you know, oh, my God, Mother Teresa, I can't save them all. She just said, well, then just save one. If you can just save, just save one. So my motto is save one soul at a time. When I became a priest, I, I asked God, well, I'll be a priest and I'll change and I'll do not that transformation. If I can save one soul, I can bring one soul that I saved to the altar of God when I die, that it was worth being a priest. So I'll just say one soul at a time. So because the soul is the most valuable, the most valuable uh, gift that the creator has given you because it's something that no one else has. And that was what caused the devil to leave, got kicked out, the jealousy, you know, the envy, you know, uh, all these things. I think even the aliens are all, they, they're probably, maybe they're infatuated with our planet, they're infatuated with our, with, our, with our essence because, you know, they say, why are these creatures different than the rest of the world? And it's, and it's, and it's basically, we have something that they may not have. So, so I'll say this to people, be afraid not to lose that gift. That's one, it's a, it's a one gift that God has given us, the creator, fight for it, protect it, you know, and, and do all the things that Sister Kia just said, and remember, watch your work, watch whatever you're doing, because you may inadvertently give it away or it gets stolen from you. So that's what I would say. All right, you guys, where would you like my audience to find, follow you, uh, find out where you're appearing? Yeah, well, Facebook, uh, everything's on Facebook. Anything that we're doing, 
any promotions, any Paracons, uh, any interviews that are coming up uh, will be on our Facebook pages. Uh, and we can reach out on our messenger if anybody has any questions. Uh, we do have the YouTube channel that we're just starting to join up on with uh, um, uh, Sister, Lucy. uh, Sister Lucy's page. I think it's, uh, uh, but we will, we will give you that. We'll give you that link. Um, and Amanda, and we'll, and you can put it at the, at the, uh, at the bottom. People can, uh, um, uh, log on subscribe, uh, hit the notification because we're going to put a lot of videos. I, I'm going to put regular videos. Uh, Sister Kia will put a lot of videos. We have a lot of projects that we want to do. Uh, so people want to hear some of our uh, more, more things. If you have any topics you want us to talk about, please add them. But uh, that's where you'll be able, be able to find us, Facebook, Messenger, and on this YouTube, YouTube uh, uh, channel that we're going to uh, – I'll give to you, Amanda, if you don't mind, uh, giving us a shout-out and putting it at the bottom. Absolutely. Of the, uh, of the video, and yeah. you can reach out that way. Yeah, and, okay. uh, and and please subscribe because we want we're going to do a lot of work and so people can have an opportunity to, to see a lot more of this of us talk about these sort of uh, topics that are really uh, out there all right wonderful yeah i will share all those links whatever whatever i can do for you and shout out i'm happy to do and uh to close out the episode uh maybe we'll start with you first archbishop do you have any final thoughts or words of wisdom you'd like to leave with everyone the world's not fair. It's not going to be fair. <laughs> and as soon as you realize that, uh, just uh, just remember that we have we're all we're all part of the family of God. So stay safe, take care of each other, and God bless. All right, sister. Um, I usually say to people, um, "Don't suck." You know what I mean? Just try and be a better person. <laughs> you know, like it makes such a difference in 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 vibrational energies and stuff like that. And it doesn't cost anything to be nice or polite or you know. And we've gotten away from a lot of that, like pleasantries and just being able to, you know, hold a door for somebody or you know, oh, can I help you with your groceries or whatever? Just we need to do better as a species. We just need to do better. And right now we kind of suck. So <laughs> we got some work to do, you know? <laughs> Wonderful, you guys. Thank you so much. Sister Kia, Archbishop Plato Angelakis, I really appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you for having us. Oh, really appreciate it. for having it. us. I hope you all have enjoyed this final conversation, wrapping up our October lineup of guests. My sincerest gratitude to those who agreed to take time out of their busy, spooky season schedules to join or rejoin me to make this the best Halloween yet for the show. I know this time of year for those of us involved in the paranormal is quite busy, so I thank you guys. Please find all of the links to follow along with the adventures of Archbishop Plato and Sister Kia below. The direct link to their YouTube is included as well, and it's definitely a must subscribe. Before we close, I just wanted to remind you guys about the upcoming deadline to nominate someone for American Paranormal Magazine's annual Owly Award. This award will go to someone who has made an outstanding contribution to the field of paranormal research. And if you haven't already voted, don't know who to vote for, take my lead. I've got good taste and a good instinct for these things, so I recommend voting for the host of Fireside Paranormal, Jordan Klein, for this year. 
He certainly works his butt off to bring you the best paranormal research and new information via his continuous stream of high-caliber guests, experts in the field, and listener stories and experiences. That deadline is midnight on November 1st, and the winner will be announced at 8 p.m. that evening. Send your suggestions for which subject we will be diving into next on Season 5 to ParanormGirlPod at gmail.com or message me on the socials at ParanormGirlPod. Rate and review the show, my good people. It's important. It's kind of like when you say you don't believe in fairies and then the fairy dies. But when you clap exuberantly with enthusiasm, it brings them back to life. Yeah, it's like that when you don't rate the show. Except instead of fairies dying, ceilings fall on computers, and I am so sad about it. So clap by rating and reviewing. That's it. That's all. Thank you for listening, and I can't wait to see you back here. It'll be sooner than you think. But even so, stay safe, keep the nightlight on, and sleep with one eye open.